ओम ज्ञान This is an important event important enough that you couldn't even get a decent sound system Harekar Well it will be in the, it's already in the newspapers in Chennai today and probably it will be in the newspapers tomorrow also From the point of view of the mundaners it's some kind of event that's worth reporting in the newspaper along with so many other events yeah. but actually this is the most important thing that's happened in chennai ever <laughs> daily the newspaper what's the main newspaper here the dinamani uh, or something the hindu is maybe the most important english paper here is it So every day they should have in the Hindu newspaper a photo of Radha Krishna. Today Radha Krishna was dressed in a blue outfit with a yellow border and this was offered to Bhog and Banu Swami offered the arati. This is the real news. The popu- the population of Chennai is what? How much? About One crore, something like that. Approximately, approximately one crore. So we can say, uh, we don't want to insult the people of Chennai, but we have to say straightforwardly, that in Chennai there are approximately one crore fools. Because that they think there's something more important than worship of Radha and Krishna. So this uh, temple is meant to make the foolish people sane approximately 40 years ago shila prabhupad uh, it's having come here actually that was the most important thing that ever happened in chennai shila prabhupad came here and he wanted that there should be a gorgeous temple here uh, i first came to india let's see 32 36 years ago at that time there were very few temples being newly newly made and open at that time there were very few temples in india being made more temples were being closed down than open more temples were being closed down than new ones were being opened old temples were closing down but no, there were no new temples the only temples i saw were the bela temples they were building which they had cleverly made something but they built with their own company and this way there was some kind of tax juggling like that otherwise no one was building temples 
Practically, the effect of Srila Prabhupada's International Society for Krishna Consciousness within India is that it has given new life to the Vedic culture. And therefore, nowadays we see that so many new temples are being built. Uh, unfortunately, most of them are Sai temples or Ayapa temples or something which is not exactly to the point. Not exactly to the point. I don't know what the colloquial saying. It's not exactly proper. And although there are many temples being built, there are also many uh, more churches and mosques being built. Can, can I be heard? Can you understand clearly what's being said? You can hear clearly, not very clearly, somewhat. No. Well, sorry, what can I do? I'm trying my best. The devotee sitting next to me translating can't understand what I'm saying, so. He says that I should move over there. The, the, the one thing when building temples, we have to consider the acoustics. If the acoustics are bad, it's, it's like in... Uh, actually, it's not so. In Ahmedabad, it was worse before. Calcutta, Iskon is excellent acoustics, just by luck, because it wasn't... So what do you want to do? Hare Krishna. So the last thing I said was that there are... Apart from many temples being built nowadays, there are also many churches and mosques being built. Which, uh, in one sense, we might say that's good, that in one way or other people are becoming interested in God and religion. But in another way, to be frank, we are not so happy. Because if people have the uh, culture of Krishna Bhakti, the teachings of Bhagavad Gita, why should they join a religious path which teaches them to kill the cow, which is the most uh, unpleasant thing to Krishna, who is Gopala. And uh, apart from that, there is overwhelming materialism. Uh, pretty much everyone is interested in earning lots of money and having lots of uh, electrical gadgets in their homes, and money, money, money. What's the main god in India? Money. Someone says, I, I believe in Krishna. Someone says, I believe in Jesus. Someone says, I believe in Ayapa. Someone says, I believe in Allah. But actually everyone believes in money. That's all. Which is another symptom of foolishness. Because people do not understand the realities of existence. Janmamrityu jiravya di dukkadoshanudarshanam. Everyone should see that material existence means the, uh, the, the troubles, the tribulations of birth, death, old age, and disease. Can you understand? 
You can follow? Because okay. we have Goranga here, can translate if you want. Penavachik Goranga does. Go on. So we can say that on one hand, although religion is very strong in India in, very way, in various ways, on the other hand, the people are very materialistic. People do not have spiritual knowledge. Most people are not even interested in spiritual knowledge, nor do they have any idea that there is such a thing as spiritual knowledge. Mostly they just think, well, you just believe in some God, and that's all. You just believe in Jesus, bathe yourself in the blood of Jesus, and that's all. Or you just believe in God, or Sai Baba, or something, and that's all. But Krishna came to speak spiritual knowledge. This idea that you just believe in God, and he just gives you your mercy, his mercy. This is ignorance. There's no, what, what does it mean to believe in God? Who is God? What does it mean to get his mercy? So uh, many temples are being opened. This temple it will attract some attention in the news for one or two days. Because it is a big temple. And it's a temple of Islam, which is a prestigious organization. But this temple should not be considered just like any other temple. People go to an Ayapa temple and they have darshan of Ayapa. They pray to Ayapa for all their material needs and they go away. So people may think that we will go to the Radha Krishna temple. We will have darshan of Radha Krishna. We will pray to Radha Krishna for all our needs and we will go away. And in this way they feel satisfied. And the priests in the temple, they also feel satisfied. That we do our job, we ring the bell, and people come, they give a donation, and we live. They're satisfied, we are satisfied. And he's finished walking over everything. <laughs> But this temple is meant for seeing not that the priests are satisfied, not that the people who come are satisfied, so much as seeing that Hare Krishna. Krishna is satisfied. And Krishna says, Sarvadhaman Parityaja Mame Kamsharanam Raja. You give up all your stupid ideas and just surrender to me only. Krishna has come as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to your city. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, Jare Deko Tare Kaha Krishna Upadesh. That we should instruct others in the instructions of Krishna. So this temple is meant for instructing others in the instructions of Krishna. This temple is meant to instruct people don't come just for darshan, just to see. This temple is meant to instruct people, don't come thinking how to get some material benefit, but try to understand what are Krishna's instructions in Bhagavad Gita. 
So this temple has been built after much struggle, but now the real struggle should begin. The real aim of this temple is that <coughs> one crore foolish people in Chennai should become enlightened. As Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, when just like the sun rises and dispels all darkness so that we can see everything clearly, in the same way when the sun of spiritual knowledge arises in our heart, then we can understand everything clearly. <coughs> so everyone in this city should become a Vaishnava, a pure devotee of Krishna. Our preaching is Anyabhilarshita Shunyam Gyanakamadyanavritam Anukulyena Krishna Nushilanam Bhaktir Uttama. Our preaching is that everyone should follow the topmost path of bhakti, in which there is uh, no personal desire, only the desire to satisfy Krishna. So it is a struggle to preach this, no doubt, because uh, people are averse to Krishna consciousness. Krishna Bahimukhaya Bhogavanchakore Nikatastha Mayatare Japati Adhare. We are in this material world due to a sense of being inimical toward Krishna and desiring to enjoy separately from Krishna. And that's why we're in Maya, we're in illusion. Uh, but this illusion binds us in the material world. So it is a ludicrous proposition to think that we have any... Uh, Anything good for us can happen outside of pure devotional service to Krishna. But the whole city of Chennai is dedicated to this ludicrous proposition. A whole vast city of people working hard day and night to try to do something which is of no value to them whatsoever. That is to try to be happy in this material world. So how to save them from this foolishness? We have to give them the knowledge of Bhagavad Gita as it is. The teachings of Srila Prabhupada are the teachings of Krishna. In the modern age, the teachings of Krishna have been imparted particularly by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. This is not a sectarian statement. Everyone will say, my guru is best. But if we examine objectively, we have to say that Srila Prabhupada is the best. Because he is giving exactly the instructions of Krishna in a manner that is suitable for the people of the modern age. So those instructions of Krishna are for the benefit of every living being. But it is a struggle to impart them because everyone is foolishly attached to that which is against their real self-interest. Now, it is much easier to have a temple in the way that everyone else has a temple. You may be surprised if we say that this temple is meant for struggling, 
because generally people think, well, you come to a temple and it's all very peaceful and you feel very nice. You come to a temple and you feel peaceful and you get relaxed. And then when you feel a little relaxed, you get free from tension. Then you go back in the material world and go on with your struggle to enjoy sense gratification. So people expect you'll come to the temple, then you'll feel very peaceful and satisfied. So yes, we want to see that everyone is peaceful and satisfied. But not, on a, not in an artificial way. Actual peace and satisfaction only comes by the attempt to satisfy Krishna. Krishna bhakta nishtam ataiv shanta. A devotee of Krishna is, he has no material desires, his only desire is to satisfy Krishna, and therefore he is peaceful. Does that sound clear? It sounds very unclear to me. It's not clear. It's clear in some place, some place not. So this we should teach people. Now, it is easy to run a temple by keeping people in illusion. For instance, it's quite normal that people come to a temple and they get a blessing. The priest will do a, a yajna or some kind of ritual to help the to help the person's uh, material situation improve. So, just like that, for instance, someone goes to a temple and they have some yajna performed to have some astrological uh, dosh removed so that they can enjoy their material life in a better way. But at least in our Gorya Vaishnav Sampadaya, None of our acharyas have ever introduced such a thing. Because it is a form of cheating people. The idea that you come, you give some donation, and you, by you bribe God to give you a blessing, so that you can go on forgetting Him and enjoying your material life. This is not what pure devotees teach. Now if we do like that, there will be good income for the temple and people will feel satisfied on a superficial level. But it is not the duty of followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and of Srila Prabhupada to teach people in any other way than to surrender their life to Krishna, to become pure devotees of Krishna. So I would request the devotees here not to be allured by the prospect of getting donations from people by offering them anything less than what Srila Prabhupada came to give us. Krishna has come not to make arrangements for our happy existence in this material world. Krishna comes to teach us that this material world is It is a place of misery where nothing can remain permanent. So this temple is meant for teaching the teachings of Bhagavad Gita. 
if we uh, introduce teachings or, or practices that are not in the standard line of pure devotees, then what will be the difference between this temple and any other temple? So this is a, uh, a first step in opening this temple, is a first step in, in uh, bringing pure Krishna consciousness to the people of Chennai in a very great way. A few devotees may live in the temple, but there should be many, many devotees throughout the whole city. Uh, practically, this uh, temple has been opened. The, the whole effort of bringing it all together has been a joint effort between the devotees who are living in the temple and what we call congregational devotees, those who are not. Uh, if it had not been for the effort of certain congregational devotees who gave their whole energy, this temple would not have been opened so soon, nor would it have been so magnificent as it is. So we can take a clue from this that Krishna is investing his shakti, his potency, and his mercy in uh, many devotees, not just those who are living in temples, not just those who are the officials or the, uh, the well-known leaders of this society. Krishna's mercy is open to everyone. It's open to everyone who wants to take it. One may be a sannyasi or one may be a grihastha, but if one is very eager to have Krishna's mercy, Krishna will give his mercy. The symptom of Krishna's mercy is that, that one has no desire other than to serve Krishna. And Krishna can perform wonderful activities through such surrendered devotees. So uh, this temple is necessary for such a big important city as Chennai. Chennai is of course one of the major cities of India. And from the Krishna conscious perspective, India is the most important country in the world. What's the most important country in the world? America, China, no, India. Because this is the land from which bhakti and in which bhakti and dharma should be practiced and from here should be preached all over the world. And particularly this, this state which is now called Tamil Nadu is very important for bhakti. The Bhagavatam states that this area where the Tamrapani and Kritamala, Kritamala means Bhagai, where these rivers are flowing, in this place in Kali Yuga there will be many devotees, many Vaishnavas. And uh, actually there is a tremendous culture of bhakti within this area. Particularly that which is uh, following from Sri Ramanujacharya. But it is such an unfortunate situation in the modern age in Tamil Nadu that many people, they never even heard the name of Ramanuja. And certain demons, they make propaganda that to see a Vaishnava is inauspicious. So the whole atmosphere has been polluted by these demons. Now we should revive the bhakti culture. 
the main ways to do that are by chanting in Sankirtan, the Hare Krishna mantra, by distributing Srila Prabhupada's books very widely. How many of you have Srila Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita, as it is, Unmai Uravil? Please raise your hand. How many of you do not have Bhagavad Gita as it is? Please raise your hand. Oh, okay. See, whoever puts their hand up, put a Bhagavad Gita in it immediately. If you don't have this book, you should please get it. We have a bookstall here. Your visit to this temple will not be complete without taking this edition of Bhagavad Gita as it is. How many of you have full set of Srimad Bhagavatam? Okay, well those of you who don't have a set of Bhagavatam, on this very auspicious day of the deity installation, you please take one set of Bhagavatam and start reading it today also. Now, uh, there is much important work to do in spreading this bhakti culture. The followers of Srila Prabhupada, they should follow him by knowing what are his instructions. Srila Prabhupada stressed two programs as being most important. Book distribution and Varnashram. So this big gorgeous temple is suitable for preaching Krishna consciousness in a big materialistic city. But still most of the people of India live on, in the, on the land. And actually these big cities are artificial. So Srila Prabhupada wanted to establish Varnashram that people can live on the land very peacefully, grow their own food and chant Hare Krishna. So a building, ISKCON has become famous for building temples and uh, of course that is very good. Srila Prabhupada himself established so many important temples. Uh, but we have tremendous work in every town and village to bring the uh, Varnashram society so that people can live peacefully and chant Hare Krishna. So while uh, preaching Krishna consciousness throughout this city, we have to remember that Madras is the capital of a large state and the whole, the whole area should be inundated with Prabhupada's books and with Prabhupada's teachings and people can be brought to live on farms and chant Hare Krishna. So this temple is uh, opened. The temple is Krishna's temple. By his mercy only has it been opened. Even one year ago it, it didn't seem possible that the, the temple could be opened with so much opulence within one year. But because the devotees tried very sincerely to bring everything together by Krishna's grace, amazing things happened. And now the temple is open like this. So with this spirit, if we go forward to preach Krishna consciousness, we can see amazing things can happen. If we preach Krishna consciousness, pure devotional service, with great conviction, with no personal desire, we can see hundreds and thousands and millions of people becoming devotees of Krishna. Practically speaking, many, many people are very, very frustrated in the modern society.
If we give them the real knowledge, the real life of Krishna consciousness, many, many people can take to this. So let all the devotees cooperate in a spirit of how we can satisfy Srila Prabhupada, how we can satisfy Krishna, and spread Krishna consciousness to every town and village and every area of this city. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So now there'll be Arati. Devaki Nandan Prabhu, are you planning to leave that, Kirtan? This will be the first Sandhya Arati. In this temple of these deities.